This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and today on Messianic Vision, we welcome Pastor Tim Sheets. He's the pastor of Oasis Church in Ohio, and he is no stranger to the supernatural. Prophecy, visions, and angels have all been a part of Pastor Tim's normal life. Well, today we're going to be talking about planting the heavens. Pastor Tim, welcome to Messianic Vision. Well, thank you, Donna. I'm honored to be here. Always look forward to uh, uh, sharing God's Word and talking to people, trying to help people. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. We are so excited about this show today. Let's start back many years before you ever even started understanding um, planting the heavens. You're um, about to speak at a small church and you do what most good ministers do, you begin to pray and seek God about what message should you deliver to the people. Tell us about that. I was praying about, as a small church in southern Ohio, and I was praying about what I should share with them. And Holy Spirit began to drop a word inside of me um, concerning ruling and reigning and uh, the church ruling and reigning. And my thought was, Lord, that's, that's not what this church is having me there for. That's, they're not going to understand this. It wasn't uh, something that I felt uh, would be on their radar, mm -hmm. and yet God kept dropping it into my heart. And I said, I don't know that they'll understand this, Lord. And he spoke to me very clearly, and he said, they're going to understand exactly what I want them to understand, because I'll reveal things to their hearts. Mm. And as I thought about that, and of course, over the years, I have understood that whenever I'm speaking, God has a way of feeding the people, even with this radio program. We'll say many things today, and yet there'll be one, um, there'll be one thing highlighted to one individual and something else will be highlighted to someone else. I know there's been many times that I've, I've preached something, and someone will, someone will come up afterwards and say, that is exactly what I needed to hear, <laughs> and tell me what it was. And it wasn't even anything that I was saying. <laughs> and yet, Holy Spirit was making ap application. And he said to me, I, I, I they'll understand what I... I want them to understand, but I need you to plant this particular word into the region. Mm, okay, you know what? You just mentioned region. I, I wanted to ask you, um, so you're, you're ministering to this church, and you said individuals would, would grasp certain parts of the message, and it'd be just what they needed. So you were understanding that you were planting something into the individuals, uh, does this also apply to, to regions, to areas? It does. It applies to nations. It applies to every, every part of the, uh, of the world, really. Um, I knew that there was something that 
God wanted to plant into the heavens, plant into the region itself, plant into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I began to think, Lord, can you do that? I never <laughs> really thought about it. Can you plant the heavens? Can you, can you do that? And he said, I want, you to, I want you to plant the heavens because my people have been praying. And if you, can, if you will plant it, I'll begin to birth it in, into the nation or I'll begin to birth it into their territory. Yes. I'll be, begin to birth it into a particular region. It's the first time that, that I really begin to understand how that the word of the Lord can be de- decreed in such a way that it could seed the heavens. And that took me on a journey, really, of the book that I've just re- recently uh, written. So, Pastor Tim, this was basically a, a, a new understanding for you that, that God was going to enlighten his people with, with the understanding and give them the revelation. <laughs> I know. I read in your book, you said... <laughs> He basically said to you, hey, don't you worry about the people getting it. I'll take care of that. You just plant. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's I, <laughs> exactly right. And, and of course, of course, that, that's, what, that's what he always does. He's the one that gives revelation. He's the one that gives the enlightenment. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sometimes over the years when I've, I've preached something, uh, I've had that feeling that I'm, I'm actually sowing something into a region, yes. even though I'm teaching the people. And God is going to do something to change, maybe even change the history of the region or or, or change maybe a part of uh, the social structure of mm-hmm. the region. Yes, yes. It is supernatural. It is, it is. And, you know, we're talking about planting. And the first thing that I always think about when I hear planting is seeds. And mm-hmm. you're your book, your message, this revelation, you say words are seeds. Our words are seeds. Our words can be planted. Explain that to me a little. Well, that's what God did in in the beginning. He planted his words. He, of course, Isaiah 51 and verse 16 says that God has given us his word that we might plant the heavens and lay foundations into the earth and God in the beginning he begins to show us the the importance of our words and how words that we speak plant uh, in is another way of saying it words that we plant can grow and become what they are and of course in Genesis chapter 1 he uses his words as seeds and he begins to tell us that each seed produces after its kind which is what words do they produce after their kind and that's that was what he was teaching in genesis chapter one words have innate abilities inside of them to become what what that word describes Mm -hmm. words are very Mm -hmm. powerful Mm-hmm. Words can affect change. They they can release potential. They can instruct. And God shows from the very beginning the importance of our words. Yes. Everything produces after its kind, God says. Mm-hmm. 
And words are seeds that will produce after their kind. In fact, nothing is produced um, without a seed. Right, right. These are produced from seeds. The sun, uh, the moon, everything was a word seed decreed, uh, decree of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then God said in Genesis that the seed is within itself, or the seed is within everything. In other words, there's a seed in man to produce man. The animals have a seed inside of them. They can produce animals. And uh, apples always produce apples, and oranges always produce oranges. And we see what God did with his words, saying words are, are seeds, that when he declared that word seed, that mm-hmm. word seed became mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what he declared. It's amazing. It was supernatural. It is amazing. Son B, and it was. You know, you had an experience in your own life. I mean, uh, uh, you know, sometimes we can talk about things or hear things about others, but when it hits home, you know, that's impactful to us. Uh, Your daughter uh, became pregnant. Rachel was pregnant, but this was not an ordinary pregnancy. Uh, this became a miracle pregnancy, and um, and it had a lot to do with these principles that you're teaching. Tell us her story. Rachel, uh, my daughter, leads our praise and worship uh, here at the Oasis, and uh, she had had one child naturally, our granddaughter Maddie, and then they wanted other children, and she had six pregnancies in five years. Wow. And she had five miscarriages. It was a very difficult time, of Mm -hmm. course, for for her to get through and for us to try to help her get through. Sure. And um, I had actually taught some of these lessons on planting the heavens and word seeds, Mm -hmm. how that you plant Mm -hmm. your words and and they grow to fullness. And... um, she had become pregnant for the sixth time. Now, she had already lost five, five children, miscarried. Now she's pregnant again. We were having a very large conference here at the church, and she was leading the praise and worship. And a, a lady that attended the conference came forward after one of the breaks and asked if, if she could pray for Rachel. And she had a... A word for her. And uh, Rachel said, okay. Uh, and this lady began to pray for her and said this to her, you have life in you and you will dance the dance of life. This lady didn't know Rachel's story. She didn't know that she was pregnant the sixth time in the in five years. She didn't know the dark situation, the troubling times yes. that her and Mark had gone through, mm. but it, it sparked those words. Uh, a prophetic word will do that. It's a, it's a God seed also. It's a word seed that went into her, and it sparked faith. And so Rachel began to decree the word of the Lord over that baby now in her womb, uh, the sixth one in five years. And she began to declare God's word over her womb and over this child every day. You will live and you will not die. You will, my vine will not cast 
its fruit before its time. Mm. I will not deliver this baby prematurely. You give life, God, and you give life abundantly, and you're good, and, and you're faithful. You honor your word. And every day she decreed the word of the Lord. And true to the word of the Lord that was given to her at that conference, that life was born. A healthy baby boy, uh, we've named Jude, he was born. And Rachel danced the dance of life. She planted word seeds that mm. lined up with God, uh, what God has established for her from heaven. And they began to be created inside of her home. And a healthy child uh, was brought forth. It was a process whereby the word seed inside of her, it, it sprouted, it budded, and it grew to fullness. And people can, um, can do this all over the world. People should be doing this. Yes, things get tough sometimes. Yes, situations are difficult. But the word of the Lord, if we begin to plant it in our life, it will begin to bring forth fruit. And Rachel, she, she gave birth to a healthy baby boy. And we've been rejoicing <laughs> ever since. I bet you have. I bet you have. Well, that is a great, great story and testimony. And I'm sure all those listening, you know, are just um, going to learn a lot from this message. And um, I just want everybody to know that we're going to be back with you here in just a minute. You're listening to Messianic Vision with our special guest today, Pastor Tim Sheets. And when we come back, Pastor Tim is going to share with us how our words, just like he's talking about, are seeds, and they can plant the divine principles that are in heaven and actually create an environment for them to exist here on earth. I have to say that's pretty exciting to me, and I know it will be for you too, so stay with us. God says in the Bible, and I have put my words in your mouth. I have covered you with the shadow of my hand that I may plant the heavens. The words we speak in prayer are like spiritual seeds. In the same way that planting seeds in the ground produces a harvest, you can learn to pray in a way that plants the blessings of heaven right here on earth. Jesus said it this way, by your words you are justified, by your words you are condemned. You can either plant hell in your life or you can plant the heavens. Call now and get Tim Sheets' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching, Planting the Heavens, releasing the authority of the kingdom through your words, prayers, and declarations. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9477 through Tim Sheets' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching, Planting the Heavens. You will learn how to activate God's timeless strategy for victory, blessing, and revival by planting the heavens with seeds of prayer. Through this book and audio CD series, you will learn how to pray with authority so that your prayers and proclamations are supernatural forces in the unseen realm. Pray with confidence, bringing your words into agreement with God. Pray with expectation, partnering with heaven to transform your life, family, church, and region for the kingdom of God. Our life may be in darkness, but light can come as we decree and plant the Word of God into our lives or into our ministries. You can plant it into your children. You can plant it into your health. Tim Sheets includes in the book and CDs powerful decrees for you to declare so you can plant seeds on earth to obtain every promise of God, including salvation 
protection, healing, supernatural provision, abundance, prosperity, and protection. Live under covenant blessings over your home, region, and country. Remove any obstacles from preventing you from receiving your breakthrough, your healing, your miracle. Receive an outpouring of the glory, the manifest presence of God. Obtain fresh power from an open heaven. Receive deliverance from generational curses, the lusts of the flesh, depression, emotional bondage, drugs, alcohol, sexual addiction, homosexuality, failure, abuse, rejection, and grief, and so much more. Can you imagine what's going to happen because these proclamations of His Word all in writing for you. Imagine what's going to happen in your life, in your home, in your family, in the people you work with. This brand new book and CD comes from Revelation, and you need to walk in Revelation to be able to impart Revelation. When you start doing what you were created to do, watch God start doing what He created you for. Don't miss out on getting Tim Sheets' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching, Planting the Heavens, Releasing the Authority of the Kingdom Through Your Words, Prayers, and Declarations. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9477. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9477 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Well, welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm here with my special guest today, Pastor Tim Sheets. And before we went to break, I made a statement that I actually quoted from Pastor Tim, that our words like seeds can be planted and divine principles that are in heaven can actually create an environment for them to exist on earth. I have to say, when I heard that, Pastor Tim, that really excited me. So I would love to talk about some of the principles that activate these things in our life. Tell me about alignment. Well, our words, in agreement with God's Word, and of course in alignment with Holy Spirit and, and revelations that that He brings to us, they become creative. When you declare the Word of the Lord, you, you declare the word, uh, word seeds that God has given, mm-hmm. they begin to they begin to seed the atmosphere around your life so that a creative atmosphere can actually uh, begin to uh, be developed around you that can spark the, the, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Remember in the beginning, Holy Spirit hovered. He yes. hovered over darkness. He yes. hovered over chaos until... There was a word seed decree until God's word came. Then he began his creative ability, creating a new heaven, creating a new earth. Words that we speak in alignment with God's word create that kind of an atmosphere whereby the creative power of the Holy Spirit can come forth. And he can create things for us in our life, even things that do not exist yet. Again, in the beginning, that's what what happened. Things that didn't exist yet came into being because the atmosphere of the creative words of God being declared, uh, the word seed, 
they produce that atmosphere mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm. whereby Holy Spirit he could uh, he could begin to create it for them. He could begin to birth what was needed, and that includes chaotic situations. A lot of times yes. we are in situations that are just chaotic. Yes. Well, that's the way the earth was in the beginning. Also, it was a chaotic mass, uh, just a confused place of darkness. But order came into the chaos as God's word was declared. When we declare God's word, order comes into the chaos of our lives, mm-hmm. and Holy Spirit can begin to, mm-hmm. to create the the promises that we are decreeing or create what whatever we need, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the atmosphere for miracles, really, it's created by the words of our mouth. You know what? Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this quick question. Now, I believe with everything within me that God spoke and and uh, things were created. I believe the message that you are preaching and that you are teaching that you can speak and things can be created. But are you saying that I can speak and my my words aligning with God can release creative abilities. And and what about those listening today? Does that include us? Does that include me? Does that include them? It it includes every believer <laughs> in Christ Jesus. Every believer can do it. Um Jesus Jesus is the one that that said in my name ask what what you will. Right. And God said, I've given you my word that you can plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth. Your words become a creative force because you have the Holy Spirit in you. The believer has the Holy Spirit in them. The same Holy Spirit that spoke order and creative abilities in the beginning is inside of us. And when we align ourselves with God's word, and do it in, of course, the name of Jesus. Yes, creative abilities can come forth, and this is actually a part of the dominion mandate mm-hmm. in Genesis chapter 1. Mm-hmm. God said, go forth and have dominion. Be a creative, uh, be one of my creative people upon the earth. You're one of my heirs. I, I think that's a, a, what... Being an heir is all about. Yes. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Yes. And a joint heir is, well, the Greek word is sugklernoma, uh, and it means an identical heir. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, mm-hmm. of course, said, you can do what I do on the earth, and you're supposed to. We, as identical heirs of Christ Jesus, are to declare what God's word says, plant it into the into our situations, planted into our lives, planted into the atmosphere. And the creative force of God can come and create whatever that word is that we have decreed. Because remember, the the seed has the DNA in it of what is to be produced. Yes. So when you say what God says and you believe it in your heart and decree it, Yes. then the DNA of whatever that seed word was, it, it gets a creative release from Holy Spirit to be brought to pass. Your words can release creative abilities of, of the kingdom of God, of, 
of the Godhead. Wow. And release <laughs> Holy Spirit's power. That's pretty and exciting for me. The importance of alignment. Yes. And you know what, Pastor Tim, you're talking about alignment here. Will you tell me about the vision that you had? Yes, at the beginning of the year, I began to see angels that were dropping plumb lines, the old carpenter's plumb line mm -hmm. that, that began to, to align a, a building. And they were holding plumb lines over apostolic, prophetic, New Testament, spirit-filled churches all over the world. And when I prayed about it, uh, of course, we had just gone through a, a season last year of a lot of commotion, a lot of chaos, and angels had been involved in, in exposing iniquity in our nation. And he said the angels of commotion are now becoming angels of alignment. And through the alignment of, of these churches, and the New Testament people, the people of God, the Spirit-filled people of God, through the alignment that, that was now coming, the plumb line being dropped, that alignment would now produce like a pipeline, if you will, mm -hmm. of the supernatural power of God into those regions to begin to bring the region into alignment. I mean, that's why you plant the heavens. You're, sure. you're something forth that wasn't there before. Yes. I believe that I believe that a great awakening is now happening. A great worldwide revival is now happening. And through an alignment of the churches of Jesus Christ with the decree uh, with decrees of faith, with these word seed decrees, I believe that the greatest move of God in all of history is about to, to be released. I believe the greatest harvest of souls will now be released. And the angels are aligning the churches with heaven's purpose on the earth because of the decrees of the people of God and the prayers, prayer is a mm -hmm. decree, mm -hmm. the prayers of the people of God for revival, for awakening, for a new move of God uh, all over the earth. And God is about to give it to us. I believe the greatest move of God in history is now being aligned for our time. Sure, sure. You know what? One of the other principles that you teach, you know, as we're planting and as we are um, uh, putting these, these word seeds forth, one of them that I love is don't back down. No, no, you cannot back down. Never give up on a seed that you have planted. It may be, I know in my own life, there are, there are seeds that I have planted from the Word of God years ago that I'm still pregnant with. Mm -hmm. I'm still growing. I'm still watering. Mm -hmm. I never give up on a Word of God. Sometimes people, they, God's people plant the Word of God, and then if it doesn't sprout and bud and grow to, to complete fullness, uh, in, a, in a few days they give up on it. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. cannot do that. Never give up on the Word of the Lord. Because sometimes the seed that you're planting, uh, there's a, 
there's a season that's involved or there's a timing right. that is involved. Right. There's a fight of faith. Don't abandon the seed. Never give up on one. Keep saying the same. Faith says the same thing today um, that it's going to say tomorrow or the next day. Yes. Never, never negate, never negate a statement of faith. When you plant something, set yourself and just keep watering it. Keep feeding it with the Word of God, just yes. like Rachel did mm-hmm. in the testimony that we gave. She did it every day. I've had people say, how long do you do it? Till you get it. <laughs> Till it manifests. <laughs> until until it. it sprouts out of the ground and comes to, to fullness. <laughs> That's okay. right. Till it comes to fullness. You know, something that I love about this teaching, you talk about another principle uh, about decreeing our authority. And you mentioned something that I have not heard put this way, kingly speech. Yes, kings speak with authority. We are kings and priests unto God. Of course, we are are kings in the king's lineage. Jesus is our king. But oftentimes, even in the natural realm, kings have heirs. And uh, uh, they rule and reign with him. And that's the way we are. We rule and reign with Christ Jesus or through him. We do it in his name. And, of course, kings speak with authority. Yes. How can we represent the most positive being in the universe in a negative way? Mm-hmm. How can we speak unbelief when and represent the most powerful king in the universe. Kings speak with authority. And we, too, must learn to speak with authority. We speak the language of our king. We, we declare his, his word. We cannot ref- represent him if we are giving intimidated language. We decree our authority. Jesus, of course, is the best example. Mm-hmm. In Luke 7, mm-hmm. when he when he was uh, with the widow of Nain, who had just lost her only son, he spoke with authority. There was commanding authority. And, of course, the child was, was raised back to life. In John 9, with the man born blind, he spoke his authority. Mm-hmm. You can see, and he could see. And then, of course, John 11, Lazarus. You don't face... Uh, someone in, that's been in the ground four days, Lazarus was dead four days. You don't do that without bold authority. Yes. He stood and he spoke as a king, as a, a king would declare, come forth. He issued a word decree. And, of course, Lazarus did come forth. We are to do the same thing. We represent him with authority language. We rule and reign mm-hmm. with him with authority mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. Jesus said this of his church in Matthew 16, 18 and 19. I will build my church and the gates of hell, that's authorities of hell, will not prevail against it. And I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That is ruling language. That is what kings do, they bind, they loose. Um, and and that, is, uh, that authority is given to us. Years ago, I 
I did a study on exactly what that statement meant from the Greek language. I'll give it to you quickly. It's, okay. Um, it's one of the most powerful statements I think Jesus made to us concerning using our authority. But when you put all the past tense, present tense, all the things of this Greek language in, here's what Jesus literally said. Whatever you at any time encounter of hell's counsel that I am determined my church will prevail against, you will then face a decision as to whether you will or will not bind it. What transpires is conditional to your response. If you do purposely and consciously involve yourself in binding the issue on earth or loosing the issue on earth, you will find at that future moment when you do, it has already been bound or loosed by us in heaven. Mm -hmm. That is a statement of authority. Yes. We can bind, we can loose, we can rule with authority. But we cannot do that if we're in a negative sure. uh, mindset. Sure. Our words have to stay powerful. We, we need to learn to speak like kings. Let me ask you to, uh, to give me a couple of examples, Pastor Tim. We've been talking about aligning ourselves with the word. Don't back down once we've planted. Decree with authority. And, you know, I'm not sure if everybody knows what decree with authority means. You have given us some fantastic decrees uh, that are just power words in your book, Planting the Heavens. Will you give us an example of some of these decrees and speak them with authority uh, just so that everyone listening knows what it means to decree with authority? Certainly. Remember Job twenty two twenty eight says, you decree a thing and it's established. Decree uh, is the Hebrew word gazar, and it means to decide or to purpose some things. And thing is, thing there means to speak words of commanding authority. It's exactly what it means. You decree. You speak with commanding authority. When you speak with commanding authority, you give a decree of commanding authority, then it is established. For example, prayers are decreed. When you pray a bold prayer, it becomes a decree. But then... In my own life, I, I would teach this to people, and I would encourage people listening to begin to decree things like, I decree that every promise that God is, has made is mine. Promises that he has made to me from his word, promises that he has made to me uh, from prophetic words, or promises that he has birthed inside of me, be in Jesus' name. I decree miracles are being released in my life today. In the name of Jesus, be released, miracles. I decree that I'm receiving a fresh uh, baptism of power from heaven and that the heavens are open over me. There will be no obstructions because I decree in Jesus' name and open heaven over my life, and I am being infused with power from on high. I decree that new strategies, new insights, are being given to me, and evangelism efforts are being shown to me whereby uh, the strategy can be released through my friends, through my loved ones, through, through, through my region. 
I decree that in my life today, the word of God is coming forth, and I'm planting seeds that state the abundance that God has in mind for me is planted in my life. It is growing. It is sprouting. It is budding. It is growing. I declare and plant seeds of prosperity. They're going to grow. Plenty is now going to be reaped in my life in the name of Jesus. I decree that somebody is working real hard for me, and it's going to be a transferred, a transfer of wealth from, from the wicked because it's laid up for me. I declare that money is beginning to find me, that benefits are beginning to find me. People are going to connect to me that can be of great blessing to me. Resources are coming. You decree the Word of God. That's planting. You're, you're planting the Word of God in your life. And as you do that, then those seeds begin to sprout. They begin to, to bud. They begin to grow to fullness. Mm. And you keep doing that. Yes. Of course, as you do that, your faith just, that, of course, causes faith to rise inside of you. And uh, that's how I live my life. I decree what God says. doesn't matter what the world says right. or what the situation may say. Decree what God said. That's, that's why I wrote the book, Planting the Heavens, because people need to understand how you plant God's Word in your life, and it will produce itself. Sure. The seed will yes. grow. It will, it will come to fullness. That, just a few examples. That is powerful. Uh, I just, um, something that I read in your book also, uh, God spoke to a man named Abraham. Everybody's heard about Abraham. And he, he said that, I've made thee the father of many nations. Well, Abraham didn't have any children, and he was old. So, but, but Abraham did not negate what, what God had spoken to him. What did he do? Well, Abraham is a perfect example of someone that just kept believing and kept saying and decreeing what God said, because remember, that promise was 25 years old. God gave the promise to Abraham, and it was 25 years before Isaac uh, was ever born. And that's where the Apostle Paul speak, uh, picks up on it in Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Uh, it says that God speaks of non-existent things that he has promised mm -hmm. as though they already existed. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then he talks about our father of faith, Abraham, who did the same thing. He began to speak of things, in that case, Isaac, yes. who did not exist, as though he already existed. And the Greek text there says that that uh, the that Abraham, it says he said, "Come here to things still to be or to write that were being denied him, and he did it in this way: come here and come here now, come here and materialize for me." We're said it is it is said there by Paul that faith calls things that be not. Mm -hmm as though they were, and that's what Abraham began to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All there is kaleo, and it means to say out loud uh, or to bid or to call near or to summon. And there are many Bible scholars that believe that in the last year before 
the last time that God appeared to Abraham and said, in a year you're going to have this son, that that's what Abraham began to do, that he literally began to do this. He began to kaleo. He began to summons out loud Isaac to come to him. Can you imagine a 99-year-old man stepping outside of his tent and calling out loud, Isaac, come to me. Mm. Come here, Isaac. I bid you come here. Come here now. Materialize in, in my and Sarah's life. Come here, Isaac. And, of course, that's what happened. Isaac, in one year, when Abraham was 99 and Sarah was 89, Isaac was born. It did happen, and it materialized. And that's the teaching, of course. The, the father of faith, Abraham, is teaching us, the believers, the faith, faithful believers of Christ. He's teaching us how to do that. What are we to say to promises? Come here, promises. Come God. here, yes. <laughs> Come to me and manifest. Come here, healing. Healing, come and manifest to me. By the stripes of Jesus, uh, I, this is a provision of mine. Healing, come. Finances, come here. Come here, finances. Come here, provision. Come here, sprout, bud, grow to fullness. Come here and manifest in my life. Abraham showed us how to do it. In, even though it took 25 years, he did not get weak in faith. In fact, Scripture says he became fully persuaded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that after 25 mm -hmm. years? He well, became fully persuaded. That's what I'm going to start doing, Pastor Tim. I, that is great teaching, uh, the words that I have spoken and the words that I have aligned myself with and the words that I am waiting on to be manifest. I'm going to start saying what you said. Come here to me. Come here to me. I think come, that... Come, yeah. That is so exciting. Well, we've been talking with Pastor Tim Sheets, and I want to encourage you to get his brand new book and his four-CD teaching series, Planting the Heavens. Sid and I were talking about Pastor Tim's teaching yesterday about this topic, and here's what Sid said. A lot of people know this principle, but Pastor Tim nails it down so thoroughly that it gets into our spirits. And that's what makes the difference. Well, I certainly agree with Sid on that one. We believe that it will literally change your life. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but let me leave you with this question. Does God control our destiny? That's a good one, right? When we come back, Pastor Tim is going to give us the answer to that one. We'll be right back. God says in the Bible, And I have put my words in your mouth. I have covered you with the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens. The words we speak in prayer are like spiritual seeds. In the same way that planting seeds in the ground produces a harvest, you can learn to pray in a way that plants the blessings of heaven right here on earth. Jesus said it this way, By your words you are justified, by your words you are condemned. You can either plant hell in your life, or you can plant 
the heavens. Call now and get Tim Sheets' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching, Planting the Heavens, Releasing the Authority of the Kingdom Through Your Words, Prayers, and Declarations. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9477 through Tim Sheets' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching, Planting the Heavens. You will learn how to activate God's timeless strategy for victory, blessing, and revival by planting the heavens with seeds of prayer. Through this book and audio CD series, you will learn how to pray with authority so that your prayers and proclamations are supernatural forces in the unseen realm. Pray with confidence, bringing your words into agreement with God. Pray with expectation, partnering with heaven to transform your life, family, church, and region for the kingdom of God. Our life may be in darkness, but light can come as we decree and plant the word of God into our lives or into our ministries. You can plant it into your children. You can plant it into your health. Tim Sheets includes in the book and CDs powerful decrees for you to declare so you can plant seeds on earth to obtain every promise of God, including salvation, healing, supernatural provision, abundance, prosperity, and protection. Live under covenant blessings over your home, region, and country. Remove any obstacles from preventing you from receiving your breakthrough, your healing, your miracle. Receive an outpouring of the glory, the manifest presence of God. Obtain fresh power from an open heaven. Receive deliverance from generational curses, the lusts of the flesh, depression, emotional bondage, drugs, alcohol, sexual addiction, homosexuality, failure, abuse, rejection, and grief, and so much more. Can you imagine what's going to happen because these proclamations of His Word all in writing for you. Imagine what's going to happen in your life, in your home, in your family, in the people you work with. This brand new book and CD comes from Revelation, and you need to walk in Revelation to be able to impart Revelation. When you start doing what you were created to do, watch God start doing what He created you for. Don't miss out on getting Tim Sheets' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching, Planting the Heavens, Releasing the Authority of the Kingdom Through Your Words, Prayers, and Declarations. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9477. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9477 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision, and I'm here with Pastor Tim Sheets. I have been enjoying this message so much. I'm sure you listening have already received some powerful, powerful insights uh, to this message, Planting the Heavens. Uh, Pastor Sheets, when we went to break, I asked a question. Does God control our destiny? What do you say? Well, I say that God gives us a destiny, but our actions and our words affect that destiny. We just finished talking about Abraham, and he had a destiny to have Isaac, and it, it took 25 years to get there. And when he started to declare the word of God concerning his destiny and say, come here, destiny, then it began to manifest. 
everybody, uh, every born-again person, uh, actually everybody that God has ever created, they have a destiny. They, they have a purpose. Everyone listening today has a purpose that God has in mind for them. The Greek word for purpose is prothesis, and pro, of course, means before, and thesis is a written report. Think about this. Everyone listening today, this this really ministered to me when I began to meditate on it years ago now. Before there was one day to your life, God, in the eternity past, there was a time when God sat down and decided why he would make you. Why would you be? Mm. What, what would be the reason for you to come onto the earth? And then he wrote down those reasons. And that is the thesis for your life. He wrote down intentions that he had for you, things that he had in mind for you, which means that a part of our, our destiny, it was in the mind of God for, before there was ever one day to our life. And, of course, to see that destiny come forth, then we must, we must speak words that would align with that destiny. God has established our purpose, but that doesn't mean that, that it's going to automatically happen. We've got to live according to the word of the Lord, and we've got to say what God says. We contend for our destiny with the words of, of our mouth, speaking what God says. There are parts of my destiny that I have felt was in my life for years, but, but they haven't come forth yet, and I'm still decreeing that part of my destiny. Believers all over the world need to decree the destiny that God has in mind for your life, because the words of your mouth affect you spiritually. They affect you emotionally. They can even affect you uh, physically. Mm-hmm. But they also mm-hmm. affect your your destiny. Yes. God has a time and place in mind for each one of us. In fact, the book of Acts says that God has ordained our time. He's ordained our place. For example, uh, Donna, you, you could have been born in the... In the dark ages, you could have been born, you know, uh, any time. But God said, no, your destiny and your purpose, for it to be fulfilled and released, it would need to be, she would need to be born right now. Yes. And I tell people, the reason you're here now is because God wants you here now. He has a destiny, something for you to do. There's potential for you to release. There's a destiny in mind for you. And if you will agree with what God says and begin to seed the word of God into your purpose and destiny, I will be led by God. I will move and, and do the will of God for my life. The destiny God has in mind for me, it's going to be birthed. If we'll begin to seed mm-hmm. that authority language into our destiny, then our destiny uh, comes forth. Yes, yes. If not, then we can negate some of our destiny and never reach uh, our full potential. Pastor Tim, you, you used the word 
contend. Uh, you know, I know sometimes that can be um, a, a, a battle if if we are not contending for our destiny. I mean, we we have an adversary that's out there that will be contending for our destiny if we don't. Is that correct? Absolutely. There are several things that contend against our destiny. Um, we do have an enemy, Lucifer and his kingdom. They fight against us. Also, there are times when life itself, you know, people are handed situations in life that begin to affect their destiny, and that contends against their destiny. Um, And how you fight against that is we fight our battles with the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We declare what God says, God's Word, begins to battle against those problems, And, of course, another way that we contend that we brought up in the last segment is through our authority. Sure. There are times when we have to bind the work of the adversary against us, bind conditions that are adversarial to our destiny and and to our lives. We have to raise our authority, Mm -hmm. raise up and in our authority rule and reign in order to see aspects of our destiny come to pass. I get very bold uh, against that. That's that's the the good fight of faith that that we are to engage in. All of us face battles. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. not there's not anyone in the scripture that I've seen that didn't have battles. All the apostles did. The apostle Paul, great apostle, perhaps the greatest man of faith in the New Testament, and yet he contended. Yes. He, he he said there's a there's doors of opportunity before us, but there are many adversaries. Yes, yes. He had to learn to overcome. To me, that's a part of of being an overcomer. Yes, there are things that we have to overcome in order to acquire certain aspects of our destiny. You know what? Listening to you right now, uh, something just kind of dropped into my spirit, and I just feel like now, every time. I'm experiencing something or feel something that I do not feel like is God's plan for my life or my my destiny. I am going to speak that I am contending for my destiny. I'm contending for my destiny. And to me, that's just something just rises up within you to know that you are you are hanging on to that destiny. You are planting those seeds. You are. Uh, watering those, you are speaking it. You are not going to back down. I am contending for my destiny. So you've you've just about gotten me fired up here, Pastor Tim. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I will. I say often. I will say often to an adversarial situation, and I I say it out loud. I'm not in public so much, you know. But in my prayer time, we're driving along. But I will say it. That is not. God's will for my life. Mm. That is not his plan, and that is not my destiny. I refuse that in the name of Jesus. This is my purpose. This is my destiny, and I will live in it. My potential will go to a different level. I will. I I contend. Uh, that's how I contend against it. Yes. And I think of yes. the people that are listening today, you may be in an adversarial situation. There's just things that are that are happen, happening. Life does happen. But there's nothing wrong with you declaring your faith and say, that's not God's will for my life. 
That is not his plan, and I'm not receiving it. Here is what God says about me. It is vital, if you're going to see your destiny uh, fulfilled, it is vital to say what God says about you. You know, uh, again, Abraham, as an example, um, it says he became fully persuaded. That's one of my favorite Greek Greek words. Two words, uh, fully persuaded, is one Greek word, pleroforio. And it simply means to speak winning words. Abraham began to speak winning words. And it has a dual meaning there because it also means that God spoke winning words. In other words, Abraham began to speak winning words. And God spoke back to him and said, that's right, you win. That's where destiny comes in. I speak winning words, and God says, that's right, you win. Here's more of your destiny. Unlock more of their potential. Unlock their destiny. They win. Speak winning words to yourself. The winning words of God. Pastor Tim, we're talking about the power of our words, and I remember a story that you tell about watching an actual open-heart surgery. Will you tell us that story before we have to leave everybody? Oh, I'd be glad to. I was invited by a, a person, a part of our church here, who was a part of the heart surgery team uh, in Kettering, Ohio, open-heart surgery team. He invited me to come and watch open-heart surgery. I'd never done that, didn't know you could, but somehow he he got me in, and I watched three open-heart surgeries. The first two were, they went just fine. And uh, the, the third one was an elderly lady, and the surgeons and those that are working on on the patient, they stand on each side by the chest, but no one stands over the head of the patient, so that's where they put me. So I'm looking right down upon her heart as they are working on it. And once they they fix the blocks, the blockages, then they they take her off the heart lung machine and get the to get the heart to beat again. And they have this little electric shock thing, not the paddles, just a tiny thing, and they shocked her heart and it wouldn't start beating. So they they began to massage the heart and it still wouldn't start beating. And from the two surgeries earlier, I could tell the tension in the room on this one is this is much greater. You could feel it in the atmosphere, something's not right. And so they begin to do all kinds of things to try to get her heart to beat. And the surgeon leaned over finally, and he spoke into the patient's ear. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, we need your help. Tell your heart to start beating again. And when he said that, it was amazing. The, the, the heart jumped, and the patient's heart began to beat again. It was the most phenomenal thing that I I think I've ever seen as far as words are concerned. Yes. Because those words went right into her spirit, into her her mind. And the command was, tell your heart to beat again, and it did. And 
that that's something that over the years has spoken to me. Yes, it, it can happen for a physical heart problem. Um, God can help heal that. But it spoke to me a lot about emotional, the, the emotional heart, the, the hope deferred times of life when our, our heart almost stops beating because of the situation, the dark time we're in, and, and uh, uh, we get disheartened. Many today, I know in our world, are disheartened, and the heart is sick because of situations, because of brokenness, maybe a broken relationship, maybe a loss of some sort, lost loved one, lost income, and the heart becomes sick. Uh, the proverb says, uh, the hope deferred makes the heart sick. But if we will arise in faith and begin to declare the word seeds of our God, tell our heart to beat again. There are people listening today. You need to tell your heart to beat again. Hope in God. He can turn things around. There's a miracle in your mouth. Declare it. Declare my my emotions are being healed, and this situation is going to turn, and my heart is going to be free from the entanglement uh, of what has come my way, the, the, the hopelessness and the despair and the dysfunction that I've felt because of real situations. But I'm declaring what God says, and my heart is going to beat with hope again. And I'm going to be healed. My emotions are going to be healed. My mind is going to be healed. And I'm going to be one of those ones that get up off the deck, off the table. And I'm going to live my life with purpose again. And God is going to release the healing power that will set me free from all my, my hopelessness. I, I think it was David. In fact, I know it was. That he said... He said there were times when he said to his soul, soul, bless the Lord. In other words, beat again, soul. Stir yourself up and begin to hope again, hope in God. Uh, around the world, there are so many people that I've met. You can see it in their eyes. They feel hopeless about some situation of life. Rise in faith today. Believe the word of God and tell your heart to beat again. God will come through. <laughs> he comes through every time. Amen. Amen. Pastor Amen. Tim, thank you so much for being with us today on Messianic Vision. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your gifting to the body of Christ. Thank you so much. Um, we do give a special thanks to Pastor Tim Sheets today. I'm Donna Chavis, and you've been listening to Messianic Vision. And now here's Sid Roth to tell you how you can get Pastor Tim's brand new book and his four CD teaching series, Planting the Heavens. Sid? The words we speak are like spiritual seeds. In the same way that planting seeds in the ground produce a harvest, you can learn to plant the blessings of heaven here on earth. I believe Pastor Tim Sheets' brand new book and four CD teaching series, Planting the Heavens, give you the revelation to change your world. You can get the book, Planting the Heavens, and a four powerful message on CD for an investment of 39 U.S. dollars. To order, call 
1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9477. That's offer number 9477. 